Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello and welcome to the 61st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we have some really awesome news, a full introduction to our Mattel video submission project with Aaron Beyer, and a quick tour in the audio segment for a darker take on the Jurassic Park theme. Stay tuned to the end of the episode where we reveal our new winner of the Good Dinosaur Blu-ray. Our last winner did not get back to us, so we've generated a new winner. But first, let's get started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research. Access main program. Access main security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. So after a crazy news week last week, this week actually started off just as good. Josh, at Nublar7 on Twitter, happened upon a press release of sorts that lists Jurassic World, the exhibition, as coming to the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia November 23rd this year and running through September 3rd, 2017. Now this would be the North American debut and pretty close to home for me, so I'm super excited about that. I know the uh, Northeast region is a huge draw for Jurassic Park fans, so I know a ton of you will be heading out there and meeting up with us. We'll certainly be setting up a fandom meetup pretty soon, so stay tuned for more details. Head to the link in our show notes to see the information release. Just to enforce the impact Jurassic World had on the film industry and other markets last year, Variety brings us news that NBC Universal and Comcast's net profits were down this past second quarter 5.1% due to missing the impact of films like Jurassic World and Furious 7. Now, I'm sure you already know this, but Universal had the biggest total gross last year in the film industry, but right now they're actually sitting at fourth place on the list, with nothing touching the gross of Jurassic World. After a year, you know, it's kind of easy to forget how big an impact Jurassic World had. But this is surely a reminder felt within NBC Universal and Comcast ranks. Head to our show notes for a link to Variety's article. Well, here's a bit of news you weren't expecting. Michael Crichton, author of Jurassic Park and the Lost World, who passed away in 2008, will have a new book released in May 2017 called Dragon Teeth. Now, this is particularly important for Jurassic fans, as Dragon Teeth is a novel about rival paleontologists during the Bone Wars of the 1870s. Here's a quote from the publisher HarperCollins. Known for his meticulous research, Crichton uses Marsh and Cope's heated competition during the Bone Wars 
the golden age of American fossil hunting, as the basis for a thrilling story set in the wilds of the American West. Now, this story is comprised from the manuscripts Crichton left behind, but actually appears to be a mostly finished piece of work that shouldn't require any further creative input from other authors. I think it's really incredible that Crichton continues to have works released, especially something that will certainly mean a ton to us Jurassic fans. And I know all of us will be searching for Jurassic Park Easter eggs within this book, hoping it ties in somehow, but you know, that's probably doubtful. I really can't wait to get this as soon as it comes out and talk about it here on the podcast. For more information, visit the link to Variety within our show notes. In even more unexpected news, after disappearing in the middle of June, JP Legacy may be returning. It looks like their Twitter has popped up yet again, citing Jurassic Park Legacy 2.0. Next time, it will be flawless. It's a very interesting turn of events after saying goodbye to the website last month, so stay tuned for more information once they uh, hopefully release it. Now, I know a lot of people who listen were a big part of that family and certainly said to see it go. So head to our show notes to find their new Twitter page and their new Facebook. After last week, when Jurassic Outpost reported on the sequel to Jurassic World being filmed in Wales, this week we have a few more specifics from the UK Sun. They are reporting that there will be filming in Brecon Beacons and Penbrin, as both locations hold stunning backdrops for the film. Now, we can't completely report on the validity of these reports, but it is interesting nonetheless. Another point of contention is the fact that the article states, Cast and crew are expected to shoot the scenes in South Wales later this year. Now, previously we heard it will begin in Hawaii in February, but does this mean it will start sooner in Wales? Like I said, we can't state if these reports are 100% true. Only time will tell. I'll provide a link to the UK Sun in our show notes. Oh, there it is. There it is. Where's Aunt Claire? 7 o'clock tomorrow night on the East Dock. Make sure he gets it right. But it's alive! And everyone on the planet is going to line up to appreciate it and everything done. People would say they could see the fleas. Oh, I could see the fleas. Mommy, can't you see the fleas? Are, are these characters uh, auto erotic? No, no, no. Come on! So recently you may have seen our Mattel video submission post on our website, uh, JurassicParkPodcast.com. And uh, Aaron Beyer actually is joining me today, and we're going to talk about it a little bit just to kind of uh, inform our listeners a little bit more about what we've got going on. So, uh, Aaron, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Yeah. Now Thanks you. For um, me back. Oh, of course. Yeah. Anytime. I mean, you're the one who came up with this this project that we have going on here, and uh, you reached out to me and said, "Look, you know, Mattel is taking over this this uh, toy line, and we need to kind of congratulate them and let them know how much we love uh, these toys, right?" Uh, yeah. So you know, I was sitting at my desk and I, I got the news that Mattel was taking over, which is pretty epic when you consider that um, Kenner. Uh, was bought out by Hasbro. So essentially Hasbro has had this license now for like 20 some years. Uh, and this was pretty big news that they are uh, either losing it or passing it off to uh, back to Universal. And Universal uh, is going with Mattel, um, which makes some pretty great toys uh, as of right now. So uh, I just thought it would be really nice to uh, put something together. Uh, to maybe kind of congratulate them and maybe just kind of like put in our two cents as to what we want. Uh, you know, because 
I was sitting there like, man, I wish I hope they do this. I hope they do this. And I was like, well, we can just kind of tell them like <laughs> what we want. Uh, we have the internet and Twitter's a big thing and with YouTube and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm hoping to get some people to put together some quick videos, nothing major. Uh, yeah. Pass that off to them. Exactly. You know, there's not a lot of interaction sometimes within fan communities to major corporations that run, you know, all these different projects like a, like a toy line. So I think it's it's a great idea to kind of put our efforts together to to let them know, you know, and to let them know how much this this really means to us because, you know, we're not we may not be you know six seven eight years old anymore, but these toys mean nearly just as much to us, maybe more. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like if you're someone who's maybe not planning on buying uh, any of the next wave of toys, because, uh, again, you know, some of us are are a lot older than we were when we were kids buying toys. Um, maybe just put something together just saying, like, yeah, I remember playing with these toys and they meant a lot to me as a kid. Um, but still, you know, make sure you congratulate these guys. Uh, obviously, the work they're doing now um, was good enough and inspirational enough for Universal to select them uh, to kind of carry on that franchise. The community has never really had like a collector's market, um, other than like old toys. Uh, a f maybe one sideshow statue a few years back, uh, but now with like Chronicle coming in, and you know, obviously, there's there's a bit more of a demand for this uh, than there has been over the last like ten years. So um, it's nice to see that uh, Mattel's going to pick this up. You know, I was at Walmart the other day, and they've got some really great uh, franchises under the belt. Like they're doing all the DC. Uh, figures for the new movies, uh, which actually coincide with the scale of uh, the Hasbro Marvel figures. Now, I don't know who came up with the scale first, uh, but what's great is that hopefully, maybe, they'll think about uh, matching a scale to the old Kenner stuff, or if they even start their own scale, hopefully they make like a big enough collection that it'll be worth uh, grabbing all of them. Yeah, exactly. I, I was kind of doing the same thing just recently, kind of browsing the toy aisle, and uh, yeah, that uh, the DC stuff I saw was pretty good. I mean, it's good for this era in toys. You know, I guess overall, we could probably say maybe toy lines aren't as inspiring as they as they used to be, but I think uh, there's a real good chance that things are going to turn around. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I kind of hope they maybe do smaller figures only because like. I want to say like the standard Superman figures, like fifteen or twenty dollars, and I, I don't see a child wanting to spend fifteen or twenty dollars on like an mm -hmm. Owen or an Alan Grant or whatever. But who, you know, yeah. who knows? Maybe if they came with a dinosaur or something, you never know. Yeah, I think that that is a, a good point because a lot of these toys, I, I mean, I pick up myself and I look at them, I have them in my hand, and then and then I say, yeah, it's twenty bucks. Um, I could spend a lot more or get a lot more with my twenty dollars. But yeah, when it sure. comes to Jurassic Park, at least it's going to be real hard. So as long as these toys are well made, I'm going to really have a hard time putting them down. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, I think basically my vision for this is essentially uh cell phone videos mm -hmm. um don't go too crazy with production uh you know like even me i'm just gonna grab my cell phone um i don't even think i'm gonna maybe i'll shoot it horizontal just to be kind of classic like that i suppose but um you know it just has to be really simple i don't want people having to like put themselves out for this but uh you know do you want to go over the rules that we have here yeah yeah sure so um the first one we wanted to kind of stick to is make sure that you you congratulate them and you know let them know who you are. It makes it more personal, I think. At least if you're if you're letting them know who you are and giving them a congratulatory message to let them know like how happy you are about this announcement. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, first and foremost, uh, these people, these artists, um, you know, they're people too. So obviously, any kind of positive 
uh, message that we can send to them, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate. You know, these these artists, um, they're not out there making millions and millions of dollars. Um, you know, a lot of them are just normal people uh, like you and I, um, just kind of trying to get through the day. And so a lot of these designers to hear like how much, how excited we are for their work um, to be out in the stores, you know, um, I think that'd be really, really inspiring for them to see. So, and, yeah. and hopefully that will uh, push them to want to make an even better product, you know, when the fans get together and, and kind of support them. Exactly. And I think that that flows right into our next point here in the rules is, is feel free to make a reasonable request. So if you do want to talk about, you know, how much you love your old toys and, and stuff like that, make a request. Say like, look, I love these older figures. I love the size of this figure. I love how the the old dinosaurs have a rubbery skin to them. You know, make these requests. Say to, to Mattel, look, um, these are the things I'd love to see in a future line. Yeah, you know, we, we have to remember that these toy companies, they run by statistics, right? So mm-hmm. um, maybe today a line of... 40 or 50 action figures you know there's obviously proof that that doesn't sell well um we've seen that proof by other lines being really small you know Uh, even like the dc line they do um i saw a bunch of heroes i didn't see like any villains uh at the store so um obviously there's statistics that say like well we make x amount of the hero and we make you know y amount of the villains so um don't get like demanding just please (laughs) just make you know please just yeah yeah please you know i'm don't say like i'm gonna be so mad if you guys make them bigger than what the old kenner toys are well maybe if they're if they're bigger there's a reason for that Mm -hmm. uh you know but again this is our opportunity to actually speak out we always complain uh about products uh in the past so we don't want to get too demanding uh with our requests um feel free to keep it reasonable uh keep it light uh, you know, nothing negative. We we really don't want any negativity in the video. Yeah. yeah, and that's our that's our third rule actually is is keep everything positive, keep it clean, and definitely don't bash any other toy companies. Yeah, um, obviously within the community, there's been a little bit of uh, complaining about the Hasbro stuff. Uh, again, these are artists who you know there's there's definitely rules and stuff that they have to follow um there's budgets uh, there's all kinds of things that maybe us as fans don't understand uh you know as to like mm-hmm. why why the scale changed at jurassic park 3 or why there was only like four or five dinosaurs uh released for jurassic world uh some of which weren't even in the movie um there's all kinds of statistics and budgetary things and you know, just focus group things that go into this. So um, we want to keep it positive. Uh, we don't want to be tearing down Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro has actually given us 20 some years of enjoyment, whether yeah, or not really. you liked, you know, whether or not you liked the Jurassic World stuff or the Jurassic Park 3 stuff. Uh, you know, I, I want to say that each one of those collections definitely had some uh, like outstanding figures. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely next to maybe some lesser figures, but. Uh, I really don't want anybody bashing on Hasbro or any other uh, company because, again, they brought us joy for 20 years, so let's not do that. Exactly, yeah. And uh, the next point we want to make sure everybody kind of follows is to stick to a certain time length. So uh, don't go making like a minute-long video or anything. I'm sure you guys all have plenty to say about this, but we kind of have to keep it shorter on the 15 to 20 uh, second uh, length there just to kind of get everybody in the same video and not make it too, too long. Yeah, you know, these guys are all, uh, no one's going to have a meeting to say like, hey, check out this video. And then they hold a big <laughs> meeting and look at it. No, this is going to be like they're at their desk, uh, they're on their cell phones or whatever. Or maybe like the person from the Mattel Twitter uh, 
you know, account maybe sends an email and just says, Hey, like in your guys' spare time, like check this out. Uh, these people are working and they probably don't have time to sit and watch a 10 to 15 minute video of everyone going on and on about, uh, their love for the franchise. So yeah. keep it really short, 15 to 20 seconds max, uh, because this is going to be one video that we send and we would like for them to get through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they have time. Yeah, I mean, I could send them the two-hour podcast that we did about about the uh, original Kenner line, but I don't know if they'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they could listen to it while they're sitting there, but then again, they'll be like, hey, we're not Kenner, we're Mattel, we do our own thing. Exactly, yeah. Um, and our, our last kind of point here is, uh, unfortunately, we have to kind of contain it to English, um, because... First off, I don't speak any other languages, really, so I can't, like, kind of translate and make sure everybody's kind of putting the same message across. Yeah, you know, again, this kind of goes to more of, like, the keeping everything positive. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I don't speak any other language uh, other than English, um, and I don't know of too many people that would be able to translate outside of maybe, like, Spanish, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask them to do that. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, just for as far as like a quality control thing, and we don't want to be passing on anything um, negative because uh, I couldn't, I couldn't prove that you were being positive or negative either way, mm -hmm. uh, just because I can't understand the language. So yeah. sorry if that's inconvenient. Uh, unfortunately, for our situation, that's kind of just the way it's got to be. Yeah, and that's not to say you wouldn't be completely positive. We just can't unfortunately understand it. So that's uh, yeah. that's on us, really. <laughs> that's yeah. our fault because I wish I could speak more languages. Yeah, you know, um, I'm in Canada, and I'm not in the French-speaking part of Canada, but everyone here can speak and understand French, and I'm, oh. you know, as an American, I'm kind of the odd man out, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, so really, I mean, that kind of sums up our, our rules there, and it's it's simple, you know, just, just congratulate them, let them know who you are, and if you have a request or you just want to tell them how much you love the old lines, do it. And, and just keep it clean and don't bash anything else. That's like one of the biggest points is you may not have liked what Hasbro did before, but you know, like Aaron said, there's really some good points in there, some good fo uh, figures and toys and stuff that, that can be enjoyed. So keep it clean. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, for example, like I'm just going to grab my cell phone, uh, probably have my Lost World Bull T-Rex with me since that's the only one that I have just offhand that's mm -hmm. not packed away in a box uh, i might talk about what i like about it real quick uh well first off i'm going to congratulate them then maybe just say like <laughs> hey here's my old lost world t-rex i really liked it as a kid uh you know and just keep it really short um maybe just ask them like my request is going to be that they consider keeping all the toys the same size as the kenner figures and to that scale yeah um that's going to be my request uh maybe you want like a doll line or something like that uh, Mattel has just started doing these uh, DC Girls figures, and uh, I was just at the store the other day, and this mom was like, my daughter wants, like, all of these, you know, and how cool would it be to have all the all the women of those movies uh, as, as action figures or as dolls or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, I'm just going to keep it real short, congratulate them, and, and just move on. Yeah, I, I think we all have tons of requests so like like i said we can't make it too too long but as much as you can fit in that 20 seconds or so uh would be a huge help and, but you know at the same time we're, we're gonna try our best efforts to put this out there and to to get people to see it but at the same time we don't really know if that's gonna happen so uh and, and don't don't actually like say uh you know oh i need this to happen and then when it maybe doesn't happen don't get upset you know because we're, we're gonna put out our best effort to try to get this across but maybe it won't we don't know 
Yeah, you have no idea. I mean, I want like a really big brachiosaur toy. I'm not going to ask for that, <laughs> but I want it. Uh, you know, yeah. but I, who knows? We don't know. Oh yeah, uh, that, that would be amazing to see that thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know how 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 uh, practical it is. I might ask for it anyway. I might ask for two <laughs> things real quick. If I can fit it in 20 seconds, I might do it. So yeah, yeah. Um, so the deadline for the submissions, uh, we're going to extend it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. today, today as this is coming out, it's August 1st, and, and if you had noticed in our first post, that's when we said the deadline was. But we're going to extend it, like you said. Okay. Um, so we were thinking about extending it to August 15th. Um, that is going to be the absolute latest, though, that we're going to extend it um, because we do have to get these edited together um, and sent over to them. And we would like to do it within the first month of this news. Uh, just so that, hey, if they can meet our requests, you know, one of them, uh, maybe they won't get too far down the line with planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's not to say we're going to, you know, move mountains here or anything, but it'd be nice to get our get our thoughts out there, our concerns, and at least have them aware of what the community thinks. And I'm sure, I'm sure they're paying attention. You know, I think uh, any toy line that probably picks up a new franchise, one as big as this one, um, is probably keeping their eye out. Yeah, for sure. And if you notice the press release, it feels like they know kind of that there's not there's a bigger demand than what's out there mm-hmm. uh, for Jurassic. So hopefully they, you know, hopefully they're excited about it as much as we are excited about it. And hopefully they're able to maybe take some of our ideas and implement them. Yeah. Also, actually, I wanted to bring up another point here. Uh, some people maybe don't want to be a part of the video per se. So if, if that's the case, don't worry about it. That's fine too. You know, if you want to just film your toys or just film something Jurassic at the same time, that's fine. You know, you don't have to put your face in front if you're, you're not comfortable with that. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. You know, again, this is really just about congratulating them. Uh, depending on the footage we get, uh, maybe we can edit it a certain way to where it's not just video after video after video. Maybe we can do something a little more creative than that, but uh, we're just going to see what we get first. Yeah, yeah. So far, we've got some great submissions, and uh, I'm really, really excited to see what else comes in down the line. Great, great. Yeah, so I guess really that about wraps up this segment. It's a quick segment just to kind of go over things um, because, like we said, we're extending it, and we wanted to give you some time to to submit this stuff because we didn't really actually talk about it. So uh, thank you, Aaron, for uh, coming up with this whole project here and for joining me today to talk about it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. You too. Audio segment this week, we've got some interesting audio from YouTuber Muted Vocal, aka Ian Gordon, who uploaded a reworked version of the Jurassic Park theme in a minor key. Now, it's a really cool interpretation, so check it out.
actually really enjoyed listening to that because it evokes probably a more accurate representation of the dark tones in the film. You know, people died, dreams were lost, and it was all represented by positive tones throughout the film. Here, Ian reworked it, and now it seems hauntingly fitting. Head to our show notes to find a link to his YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook for more awesome work. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 61st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. All right, everybody. Now, don't forget, we have extended our Mattel video project due date until August 15th. It's super easy. Just film yourself or your toys and let Mattel know how excited you are. Send them via email to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Also, thanks to Ian Gordon for letting us play his reworked version of the Jurassic Park theme. Don't forget to follow all his work, Muted Vocal on YouTube and at Lastosia on Twitter. We also want to announce the winner of the Good Dinosaur Blu-ray that we are giving away. After reloading the random generator, randomizing the results six times, we came across our new winner, iTunes user Sickleclaw. Now make sure to reach out to us to confirm your entry, send us an email, or contact us via our website contact form. Congrats. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast, and our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review in iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, top fives, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy.